Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we'll discover what to do when people hurt you. Have you ever longed for a safe haven, a space that's untouched by the evils and challenges of this world? Well, if you're seeking peace and solace today, we've got some good news for you. Rabbi Schneider is here to unveil some timeless truths from the 23rd Psalm. He'll be diving into King David's heartfelt poem just to show us the place where tranquility reigns. For resources related to this inspiring study, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But now, let's welcome Rabbi Schneider for today's uplifting message. Beloved, did you know that Jesus said he was the offspring of David? That David is described in scripture as a man after God's own heart? That David said, my soul yearns for you like a deer panteth for water. Jesus, beloved, is the offspring of David because David was a symbol of the heart of God. Let's pick right up now in verse number five. David continued here and he said, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, what does this mean? And how is it applicable to us today? Well, David is talking here, beloved, about the victory that he experienced in his life. When God was preparing a table of plenty in front of David, in front of the eyes of his enemies, it symbolized that David was blessed with the life of victory. Do you know in the Torah, Deuteronomy, The Lord said something similar to Israel. When he said to Israel, if you will love me and keep my ways, he said, you're gonna be the head and not the tail. You're gonna be one that lends and you're not gonna be one that is depending on others for finances. You're gonna be blessed when you go in. You're gonna be blessed when you go out. You're gonna be above and not beneath. And God just went on and on and on about the victory that Israel would experience as long as they were leaning and clinging to God. We see the same thing in Israel's history, that whenever they depended on God alone, they were victorious. In other words, when they went into the battles that the Lord commanded them to go into, and they were completely dependent on him alone going into the battles, they always were victorious. But when they started trying to drive out the nations before them, because they were pushing these nations in front of them out of the way to get into the promised land, and they were clearing out the promised land of the enemies that lived there, When they began to rely on things other than God alone to do the job, they started being defeated. When they started making allegiances, for example, with other armies, non-Israeli armies, to help them fight, to beep up their forces, when they relied on the arm of the flesh, they lost. But whenever they put God first, when they were abiding in him, clinging to him, they always had victory. And David is expressing the same type of victorious lifestyle when he was relying on God alone. David had already expressed in the Psalm that Jesus was his shepherd, that Jesus was his source of life, that Yeshua alone was what he was living for. And now he continues on the blessing that's to be experienced by those that are living this type of lifestyle, these that are seeking God first and his kingdom first. And he said, this blessing involves, he said, being victorious over your enemies. Now we have to ask the question, Who is our enemy? Well, oftentimes when we start thinking about our enemies, 
the first thing we start thinking of are people. But you know, Paul said that our real enemy is not a flesh and blood enemy, it's a spirit. And when you and I are truly pushing in to know Jesus, when we are truly, beloved ones, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness, when we are really seeking first the kingdom of God, learning about walking in the spirit, not according to the course of this world, but truly learning how to walk in the spirit, living in the supernatural, living by faith in God's word, rather than what we're seeing with our eyes, rather than by what the culture around us is telling us. But we're really seeking God, putting him in his word first, stepping out in faith to obey, making time to seek him. When we're really pressing in to this eternal reality of knowing Jesus, do you know what? The heavens are gonna part. Powers of darkness that oppress mankind are gonna be pushed aside. God's light is gonna break in and we are gonna experience a victorious life in Jesus, both by being renewed internally day by day through being engaged with him by the Holy Spirit. He is building us up on the inside and God is so good that we're gonna even see him entering into our circumstances and putting our circumstances under the domain of the kingdom of God. He's gonna put our circumstances, beloved, in order, and he's gonna put us at a table of plenty before the enemy, that we're gonna see those that have risen up against us, both in the spirit world and in the visible world, beloved, that they're gonna be broken and that God is gonna lift us up and exalt us in him. Now, this is something that requires a lot of balance to understand because we have to understand that many people that have sinned against us they didn't realize fully what they were doing and God has mercy on them, just like when Jesus was on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And we also need to be practicing releasing blessing on our enemies because they don't know what we're doing. But I'm telling you this, at the end of the day, you're gonna be victorious over every one of your enemies. And even those whom have sinned against you that God loves, they're gonna be brought to a place where they're going to admit that what they did was wrong, if not in this world, certainly when they stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And you're going to experience, even in this age, beloved, listen to me, a victorious life. You're going to find yourself that God is going to keep prospering you. You're going to find that God is going to keep blessing you. As you put him first, God's going to give you victory. David expressed it by setting a table before him in the presence of his enemies. You're going to see that as you keep putting God first, God is going to keep on blessing you. God is going to keep renewing you. You're going to find yourself continually being transformed. You're going to find more and more peace in him, more and more joy in him. Those around you will not be able to deny that you have victory in your life because of your growing relationship with God and because of the internal, invisible nature of the kingdom that's at work inside of you. They're going to see it in their own eyes by the way that you handle yourself, by the way that you speak, by the way that you handle your circumstances, they're not gonna be able to deny that there's something supernatural about your life. You're gonna be a sign and a wonder even to those that opposed you, even to those that you witnessed to that denied God, they're gonna be sitting at your table and they're not gonna be able to deny that there's something special going on in your life. Even if they won't be able to bring themselves to say that it's God, they're gonna admit that you've got victory in your life. 
And it's going to happen to every single one that has set their hope on God. The Lord said, he that sets their hope on me will not be disappointed. And beloved, when you're connected to Jesus, you're connected to victory because Jesus is the victorious one and his power is at work towards you and he lives inside you. When you're walking hand in hand with Jesus, you're gonna be living a life of overcoming victory. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. We are more than conquerors through all these things. We are overcomers. Beloved, we are victorious in Jesus. And if we find that we're continually falling and continually failing and that there's no fruit, we have to ask, what is wrong? Because Jesus is the conqueror and he lives in us and his love has been commanded toward us. David was experiencing this. And so he said in verse number five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I want to encourage you today to start talking like a victor, to start talking like a winner, to start acting like a victorious one, because this is who you are according to God's word. And unless you come into agreement with what God's word says about you, you'll never come into the experience with it. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will continue our teaching right after he shares a special message to our partners. I want to take a special opportunity to thank those of you that are monthly partners with Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Without our monthly partners, we could have never done what we did back in March of 2023 when we launched the Taking the Rainbow Back movement, which touched people all over the globe. I just received a testimony today from a man that lived in homosexuality for 25 years, thanking us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus for taking a stand, for clarifying God's truth, and for helping people that needed hope find hope and find an answer in him. Thank you, my monthly partners. We appreciate you. You're making a difference for the kingdom of God. Amen. And if this has touched you, please consider partnering with us. And now let's get back to the message once again. There's many people that are, quote, believers, but they don't have a confession of victory. They don't have a revelation that the one that has overcome the grave that the one that has overcome death lives inside them. They haven't come into agreement by faith with God's word that says neither things past, things present, things to come, nor any created thing can separate us from the love of God, that we are more than conquerors through all these things, that tribulation, persecution, and trials cannot separate us from the love of God. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer we have to come into agreement with this truth that we are winners, that we're conquerors, that we cannot die, that we cannot lose because the one beloved that broke the power of death, the one that rose from the grave, the one that ascended through the heavens and is now seated at the Father's right hand, the one to whom every name bows to, Jesus, 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 that he lives in us and that we're in relationship with him and that he's holding on to our right hand by his right hand and that because of that, we are victors with him. It's our destiny. The Bible says that we've been raised with him in Ephesians 2 and are seated with him in the heavenly places. And so David declared here, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And so I want to ask you right now, maybe you're one of those people that you've labeled yourself a Christian and 
please forgive me. I don't mean to say that you're not a Christian, but I'm just simply saying that some of you out there, your confession isn't that of a Christian because a Christian's confession, beloved one, is that of victory. The joy of the Lord is my strength. If you look at the life of the apostle Paul, he didn't have a confession of depression, even though he was living in prison. He didn't have a confession of defeat, even though many people persecuted him and hated him. He had a confession of victory. He said, I am more than a conqueror through all these things. And so I want to thank you, Father, that you have made me victorious in Jesus. You said that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world and that I have overcome the evil one. I want to thank you, Father, that I've been born again that I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus, that old things have passed away, that all things have become new, that I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me, that I am destined to be seated with you in the heavenly places, that you have destined me for victory. I wanna thank you that you have given me your strength, that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I wanna thank you with David, Father God, that you set before me a victory table a table of plenty, even in the presence of my enemies. And I want to thank you, Father God, that all those that have risen up against me, both the accusers of the world of darkness, Satan, who's the accuser of the brethren, as well as those that he's worked through in the flesh that have cursed me and criticized me and tried to get me down and tried to put me under. I want to thank you, Father, that they cannot hold me down even as the grave couldn't hold Jesus down. And I am a conqueror in you, Jesus. And I intend now to walk forward in victory from this day forward in Jesus' name. And every day, beloved one, I want you to say something similar to that. Let your confession be one of victory and you're gonna find yourself ascending into a more victorious lifestyle as each season goes by. I'm not promising you a magic pill. I'm telling you that if you'll do this, it will work. It may take some time. It's going to take hard work. It's going to take discipline. But if you begin to go on the offense against the enemy, you're going to find his power broken off your life. And you're going to find yourself ascending over him. The power of Satan's going to be crushed under you. And you're going to begin to declare, like the word says, that you have been made a victor in Jesus who rose through the heavens and now sits at the right hand of God. Amen. And amen. And if we don't believe that, church, then we don't have revelation because this is what the Word of God says. Well, I hope this is encouraging you. I just want to encourage you today. I want to impart faith to you. And I speak faith to you right now. I speak the Word to you right now. Let's reach out, take a hold of it. Let's take it in our heart. Let's declare that we believe it. Let's begin to confess it. And things are going to begin to change because when we believe God's Word with our heart, and then confess that word by faith through our mouth, something happens. The Bible says if we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, and then confess it with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we're saved. Something happens. So through believing the word and then confessing the word, something will change in your life. They overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Agree with the word. Don't speak your depression. Don't speak defeat. Don't speak fear. Don't speak the things of the world. Don't speak the things that others around you are speaking. Speak the word of God if you want to ascend over the world around you. And you will in Jesus' name when you do it with faith. Praise the name of Jesus today. And then David continues on, beloved one, in the fifth verse. He says, you have anointed my head with oil. 
Now, this speaks of consecration because when we think of someone being anointed with oil in the Hebrew Bible, it speaks of one being set apart unto God. In other words, when Samuel anointed David king, he poured oil over him. Oil in scripture speaks of the Holy Spirit. It speaks of a pouring out of the Spirit on someone, and it speaks of separation and consecration. You have anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows. David is speaking about the Holy Spirit has been poured onto his life, and he has, listen now, been set apart unto God. I want to ask you a question. This is really critical. If we're going to get a hold of these other realities that we've been speaking of, do you believe that you've been set apart unto God? You have to know that you've been set apart unto God. Jesus said, you did not choose me in John. He said, I chose you. Get this again. Jesus said, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Beloved, this speaks of consecration. This means that Jesus took us out of the world. He cut us out of the world and separated us unto himself. Jesus said, if you were of the world, the world would love you. But because I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. This is consecration. Jesus chose us. He took us out of the world to be his own and to go and bear good fruit. If you know that Jesus chose you, that there's a destiny, a purpose, a call on your life, that God chose you before the foundation of the world. The Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians, blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ who chose us in him before the foundation of the world and predestined us to adoption as sons. When you know that you've been chosen by the Father, the Father said it, Jesus said it, Paul said it. When you know this, you're going to have purpose in your life. You're going to have identity in your life. And when you know who you are, so many of the things that you struggle with will be solved. Because so much of feeling whole, beloved, and feeling complete involves knowing who we are. It involves identity and destiny. And so when you realize that you've been chosen, that you've been consecrated, David said his head has been anointed with oil. His head literally was anointed with oil. He literally was anointed with oil physically when he was anointed to be the king. And in addition to that, he was continually experiencing this consecration. And when you realize that you've been chosen by God, you won't settle. You won't settle to be like everybody else. You won't settle to think of yourself as just one of the many. You won't see yourself as common. But when you know you've been chosen, you'll have an identity. And knowing that you were chosen by God, that God chose you out of the world, that God loves you specifically. It's not just that God so loved the world. God loves you. Listen to this. Specifically, uniquely, individually. He knows everything that's going on in your life right now. He knows everything that you've ever thought he knows every emotion that you've ever felt. He knows exactly what decisions you need to make right now. He knows what you're struggling with, and he loves you. God chose you out of the world, beloved one, to be his. And I right now speak over your life that Jesus, you are speaking to each one that's yours right now. And they are gaining greater insight and consciousness of the fact 
that you chose them specifically, individually, and uniquely, that you love them on an individual basis, and that they're yours and consecrated to you. We belong to you, King Jesus, and we love you forever. Amen. Amen. And well, I'm praying, friends, that Rabbi Schneider's message, What to Do When People Hurt You, that it resonated with you today. This is just a simple glimpse of the authentic and the uncompromising truth that you'll find here at Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And Rabbi's dynamic teaching style hits full of passionate insights, and it brings the timeless truths of both the Old and the New Testaments to life. We believe these messages are not just informative, they're transformative. And this is where your monthly partnership it can make all the difference. So become part of something big this year. Join with us as we share the good news with people who need inspiration, revelation, and a healthy dose of God's encouragement. Rabbi? Shalom, my friends. Yedidim, Yedidim is the Hebrew word for beloved ones, my beloved friend. I wanna ask you today, from the bottom of my heart, will you help me to continue to broadcast on radio? It costs a tremendous amount of money to broadcast. Right now, we're broadcasting in almost every major city in the United States. And I love radio because radio generally is a very pure medium for getting the gospel out. Most of the teaching on radio is very solid. But if you're particularly being blessed and edified by discovering the Jewish Jesus, I want to ask you, to financially support us. This is monthly partner month here at Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I am asking you simply and directly, would you please become a monthly financial partner with Discovering the Jewish Jesus? In supporting us, you'll make sure that we're able to continue to feed you through radio, and you'll also be an instrument of blessing for many, 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 many people around the world. Your partnership, it really does make a difference in that effort. So please become a monthly partner right now by visiting us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. As Rabbi mentioned, our radio program is touching lives all over the United States, but that's not where our effort to spread the gospel ends. In lonely prison cells across the nation, we're giving rabbis teaching materials to the incarcerated, and in doing so, we're providing a spark of light to the lost. And by hearing about Jesus, their hope hits being rekindled and their lives are being changed. So join the team today. Dial 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. And now let's pause to receive God's special and sacred blessing as we conclude today's message from Rabbi Schneider. Blessings trump curses. And in the book of Numbers chapter 6, we find the ironic blessing that God commanded Moses' brother Aaron, the high priest, to speak over the children of Israel. There's power in blessing, beloved ones. So take part in receiving Father's blessing upon your life today. Yavah Yahweh Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again when Rabbi Schneider concludes our study titled, He is All We Need. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.